Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Lucky needs your help. He's a grillless man. He's down a grill. <laughs> it's a grill, sad day in the Luck household. Grill, grill down. Grill down. <laughs> so Teddy Reader for Halinda's Meats. Lucky needs your help. He's, he's going to be in the, uh, the market for a brand new barbecue. And who better to tell him what to do or what to get or what to look for and what to avoid than Ted Reader? <laughs> Thank you. Lucky. Uh, what happened? Uh, we need to know what happened. First. Well, listen, it, it, it's had a good life. Uh, it's uh, it's withstood a couple of uh, real blazes, <laughs> especially as of late. I call them flare ups. Adrian calls nine one one. So it's uh, it, it's it's been tough. And then uh, it's basically. You know, the the actual it's a Weber, it's a good barbecue, um, and the actual barbecue itself seems to be in pretty good shape. But all of the internal uh, burners have kind of rusted out the lines, the the, the gas lines. It's a natural gas barbecue. Uh, I've replaced all of the flavorizer bars and the and the actual grills themselves um, over time, a couple of times. But now I think it's it's time. It's telling me it's done. It's telling you it's done. Well, one, if you can pry open your wallet. Oh, that's uh, the toughest part. <laughs> pry and open the wallet, you can go and start looking for your for a new gas grill. I'm hoping determine. that this is the time, Ted, that this, you know, they're clearing out their stock, perhaps, mm. and it, it might be a good time to, to think about this. And if you're thinking about it on an early Christmas present mm-hmm. for me yes. or someone else, then uh, maybe like that's it. Like he's got a big yep. line of credit he just got, too. So right, he's got yeah. lots of room. Sure. <laughs> Lots of room on that line of credit. Yeah. Well, I think I think number one is is you should look at it and see if you can replace your current burners, and then that would save you uh, a lot of money in your investment. And you, if you take the serial number off the back of the grill, you can go online to either a barbecue dealer and look for new burners that can fit into that, and you can replace them. Okay. Uh, you could also call the Canadian Barbecue Boys, and they'll come and clean it all up and replace them and do it for you. Wow. Oh, that's good. Now, you know what, Ted? Here's the thing, I think, with barbecues now, because we all go and look at them, and we all, you know, men love to go into any of the stores where they sell them, and we lift the lids, and we look at all the bells and whistles. And there's a lot of bells and whistles on barbecues. Are there ones that are just kind of for show and really pointless, and are there ones that we should really uh, have in our unit? Well, I I think number one is you want a a unit that is durable and uh, that's going to get hot and stay hot. So looking at the firebox is extremely important and the thickness of the metal in a firebox. I can tell you this. If you're going to try and spend $200, $300 on a gas grill, uh, you're not going to get something that's going to last a long time. You need to invest. And if you invest in a proper grill, you can have them last over 10 plus years. And keeping them clean, scrubbing them down, um, keeping moisture out of the inside of the grill is extremely important. So those things will give the longevity to the grill. And a clean grill is uh, a healthier grill and a hotter grill. Mm -hmm. So maintenance is important uh, to keep that longevity in in a gas grill. I've got some in my backyard that are... 12 and 13 years old. No, I'm lucky. I'm not sending them over to you. Um, <laughs> Damn. We could, one night, we could one night just grab the uh, rock van and try to break through the barricade right. around uh, Casa Barbecue and steal yeah, one. Come on over and you can figure that one out. My wife right. would be happy if you took a few girls out of the backyard. So, 
Okay, well, uh, here, Ted, let me ask you this then, because there's a lot of different brands, a lot of different styles, of course, and and, and sizes. Uh, I guess you've got to, you know, see what fits to your backyard and your space, what you have. If you're going propane or natural gas or charcoal, you got to make that decision. But something as easy as if the burners go across or they go up and down, uh, is there a per- do you have a preferred one that you kind of look towards? Well, yeah, the, 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 the one where the burners go across, and there's usually three, that was the Genesis series of Weber. Right. And they're a good grill, but it doesn't get, in, in my opinion, doesn't get hot enough. Okay. And so I'm more of a side-to-side burner guy. Oh, okay. And Weber does make a, a Summit series, which is incredibly hot, mm-hmm. and does a does a beautiful job on your grilling. You have to determine whether you want propane or natural gas. Natural gas is a constant fuel source. Propane, you got to fill the canisters. Yeah. And uh, you should always have more than one canister, especially in the winter. Keep your tanks uh, full so that they uh, they provide the fuel source that you need. When the tanks get empty and the ice cold, they're not going to do anything but aggravate you. Okay. Right. Yep. Um, <clears throat> bells and whistles. It depends on what you're going to do with your grill. If you're just a, a burger and dog and the odd steak on a gas grill, you don't need all the bells and whistles. But you can look into infrared burners, which get up to 1,800 degrees, wow. and you can sear a steak in seconds. And it's pretty quick and it's pretty tasty. Uh, do you want a rotisserie for your unit? Some gas grills come with the option of using charcoal in them. Mm, I like that. So it yeah. gives you a dual purpose. Um, a lot of grills come with fancy lights and buttons and this and that. I'm an old school guy. I need things pretty simple. Mm. I don't want complication. I don't want more wires and, and electronics that I got to repair or fix and, and put batteries into. Um, I'm about what happens on the grill surface. Mm. It does it get hot. Does it stay hot? And does it cook good food? And that's the bottom line. Um, you want to look at the burners and the thickness of the metal in the burners. The thicker the metal, the hotter the grill, the more heat it holds and, and retains. So what kind of money, and, but, what kind of money should, should someone be looking at? Should it be like in the 1000 to kind of 1300 range for a great grill? Or can you get a great grill for seven or 800 bucks? Or Yeah, you can, you can find a great grill for seven or 800 bucks. Uh, but I think, I think if you gave yourself a, a realistic budget of about 2K, mm. you can blow it out the doors and have yourself a really good time. You could spend on a gas grill up to $25,000. <laughs> I saw, uh, I saw whoa, one, whoa, 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 whoa. I saw one, $37,000 I saw one for. <laughs> it better drive me to get the steak and pay for it. It should kill the cow. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. Crazy, right? Yeah, you can you can go nuts. I mean, uh, some of the grills like that, you can they have slots where you can insert a log and log burn in your in your gas grills. So there's lots of crazy little apparatuses out there. If I but saw that your receipt for thirty seven grand, there'd be logs coming out of me, Ted. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So about two G's for a great grill. I would say so. Yeah. You know, you can you can take it up even further than that, but it's not necessary. You can find something great in that 1500 to 2k. Mm. And remember that when you're going to buy a grill, you're going to spend a little bit more with the accessories. Okay. Because you get in there and you get all excited and you see all the cool stuff and you're like, "Oh, I got to have that." And, "Oh, I got to have that." 
just remember what you're cooking. You don't need a lot of stuff. You just need to have a good grill that gets hot, stays hot, and cooks your food. You know what you could do, Lucky? Save yourself a lot of time and energy. Just give Ted two grand, and the Lux can eat it. Ted. <laughs> they can eat it at the joint every night of the week. That's right. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. <laughs> no mess. It can happen. Yeah. <laughs> we cater. We cater, Lucky, you That's know. Right. Yeah. Anything can be worked out. All right, Teddy, if people want to talk to you about grilling or buying a grill, how do they get a hold of you, pal? You're going to find me in the social media world at Ted Grills or at Ted Reader Barbecue, the joint. Every year, beginning of the year, just after Christmas, the uh, Toy Hall of Fame announces all the toys that could get inducted uh, this coming year. And they spend the whole year, like they have toy experts, they have historians, they have the general public. Everybody gets to chime in. Right. And it's it's a tough go. And much like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you have uh, arguments and debates after as to what toys made it and why. And which ones that should have gone in didn't. This year, they only they only induct three. And this year, it's uh, American Girl Dolls. Okay, going Those in are very very popular. Yeah. yeah, Risk, which has been around forever. Yes, but this is shocking. Going into the Toy Hall of Fame in third place, sand. Like any sand from the beach, <laughs> sandbox. No one invented that as a toy. No, the, I mean the Lord did. I yeah, guess. Uh, yes, I guess so. Billiards is on the list to go in. Didn't make it. Sand beat billiards. Wow. What billiards have been like one. The billiards to toys is like the Beatles to music. Right. Well, is it a game? Well, I know games would count, right? Yeah. Like a parlor game? Are there other games that didn't make it? Battleship. Wow. Cabbage Patch Kids. Well, the, and those were huge as yeah. well. I would have put them in before the uh, American yeah. Girl Dolls. The Toy Fire Engine. A yeah. classic. Yeah. Sand, though. The Pinata. I mean, we all like to build sand castles and bury ourselves in the sand. I, I don't consider it a toy. If like, I invented Battleship or Billiards and wasn't in the Hall of Fame, I'd bury myself in sand. <laughs> this is a thing cats poop in. But this is more important to toys. They still have sandboxes. As a kid, you oh, know, yeah. used to put those in the yard in yeah. a sandbox. They're so gross because that's really where the neighborhood cats decided to True. do their business. We once, <laughs> we, speaking of sandboxes, I remember we went to uh, Costco once when the kids were little and bought an outdoor a jungle gym. Okay, yeah. And, I, and it was beautiful. Like, it was three levels, slides, swings, a sandbox, and the bot. Really cool. And I, of course, it, with no ability to measure things properly, we lived on, like, a bit of a postage stamp lot at this point. <laughs> so I measured in the backyard. I said, oh, it'll fit perfectly in this corner. And so we went and we bought this thing, and we brought it home. We literally had to rent a van to bring it home. And we started building it in the corner. And as it got bigger and bigger, we had to move it more and more to the middle. It literally took over the whole backyard. Like, when they would use the slide, they'd bang into the fence. When they would swing, they'd kick the kitchen window. It, it was worth more and bigger than the house that we lived in. Aaron Rodgers, this story is still making the rounds. So much so he was the, the opening skit on SNL Saturday night. And he finally spoke about all of this anti-vaxxing stuff and his vaccine status. And he said... Uh, he said, listen, here's the deal. Uh, the right is going to champion me. The left is going to cancel me. I don't give a crap about either of them. Politics is a total sham. I'm not going on Fox News like I'm not going on CNN. The only desire I have is to empower people out there to take, their, uh, to take autonomy over their body in all forms and facets. 
And on that level, I, I kind of agree. Right. And commend him in the sense that he's not going to take a, a make it a political statement for him. It's right. a personal thing. He he says that he's allergic mm-hmm. uh, to an ingredient in the mRNA vaccine, right. Pfizer and Moderna. And uh, leaving him the only option in the States is Johnson & Johnson which he's concerned about side effects with. Now, in August, uh, when you know before the season, when the NFL was kind of going around uh, asking teams, encouraging teams yeah. to get vaccinated and seeing how many uh, there were, I guess the Green Bay Packers did uh, apply to the NFLPA and the NFL, uh, saying they had a player who was looking at an alternative alternative methods. Could he still be considered immunized? Mm. Um, and then he was asked whether or not he was immunized. And this is where he falls. And he said yes. He lied. Right. Uh, he's saying that wasn't a lie. He's taken other uh, methods and uh, other uh, treatments to consider himself immunized. Yeah, him and his buddy Joe Rogan are doing their research. The problem is, is Aaron Rodgers tested for positive for COVID right. last Wednesday right. and wasn't able to play in this weekend's loss, or yesterday's loss, to Kansas City. Do you know what I've realized in all of this? I mean, outside of just being so tired of talking about it all the time, I think I now hate the word research. I hate that word because every, and I know there will be anti-vaxxers who say, yeah, because you don't do your own research. But that, that word drives me insane because every time we've had an argument with anybody over getting the vaccine or not, They'll always say, you got to do your own research, which we always say, all right, great. Well, guide us down the path where you did your research. Right. I- I'd love to read what you have now, you know, as part of your belief system. Well, no, do your own. Right. Do your own research. Why yeah. do I got to do it for you? In that sense, I've done my own, right? Like everybody's, yeah. read, everybody's done their own read research. something or watched something that, you know, if that is now considered what research is, because we've asked, or one guy we point out, point blank asked him for his research. Mm. He sent me a TikTok video. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I know. It's crazy. Uh, now, I do appreciate this in this whole, uh, you know, the whole rollout of this story. So often in the sports world, everybody will clam up. You know, nobody wants to say, especially when it's got like, Aaron Rodgers, a premier player, quarterback, Green Bay Packers. He was dating Olivia Munn, for crying out loud. So, you know, he's a big name. And so when that happens, people just want to clam up and say nothing. Except for one man, Terry Bradshaw. I'd give Aaron Rodgers some advice. It would have been nice if he had just come to the Naval Academy and learned how to be honest. Yeah. Learned, learned not to lie, because that's what you did, Aaron. You lied to everyone. I understand immunized. What you were doing was taking stuff that would keep you from getting COVID-19. You got COVID-19. Ivermectin is a cattle dewormer. Sorry, folks. That's what it is. We are a divided nation politically. We're a divided nation on the COVID-19, whether or not to take the vaccine. And unfortunately, we've got players that pretty much think only about themselves. And I'm extremely disappointed in the actions of Aaron Rodgers. Good on him. Good on Terry Bradshaw for speaking his stand there. And I think really if, if Aaron Rodgers' answer had been originally that, unfortunately, I'm allergic. Mm. Uh, and, and so whether or not that's a medical exemption, I'm looking into it. Mm-hmm. That's all he really needed to say. Right, right. right. He says he's not an anti-vax person. It's just, uh, it, it's a personal choice at this point and uh, not taking the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Mm-hmm. And he, w- whether or not he would take the others if he wasn't allergic to them isn't a question that's been posed yet. So we'll see if, uh, if he's in uh, against the Seahawks because, of course, uh, Green Bay lost to the Chiefs. 
Uh, so, yeah. you know, the 10-day protocol that he's in right now. Is yeah. that it? Well, that's a good thing about football is they only play like the once a week. So right. he's going to buy. So maybe at the end he won't have to, uh, to miss that many games in the grand scheme of things. But a bigger story breaking and maybe more shocking is that Emilio Estevez is not returning to Disney Plus Mighty Ducks series because of the vaccine mandate. He's not going to be in the second season. Mighty Ducks game changers. Uh, because of their COVID vaccination requirements, which would lead you to believe, I guess, that he is not complying and won't get the vaccine. So he's out. What are we to do? No, no Gordon Bombay? <laughs> <laughs> the Packers can play without Rodgers. The Ducks can't play without Gordon Bombay. How was your weekend? Boy, it was so nice. We spent a lot of it out. We ended up uh, down in uh, around Niagara at the outlet malls. They have family that lived down around Niagara-on-the-Lake. And uh, not in the nice part. <laughs> the seedy part of town. And um, and uh, so we ended up uh, doing some uh, early Christmas shopping. And then, that was Saturday. Then Sunday in the morning, I ended up at this farmer's market, you know, where they sell all the trinkets and stuff. And people like to go and look and see the animals and such. And I'll tell you this. After two days of shopping, I would have preferred a reverse circumcision. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. How was your weekend? Uh, I was inside. Why? The it's entire so nice. weekend. Oh, I had this coaching course I had to do for the hockey. Well, kids, I thought kids. you were just. I thought you were just a drop off and pick up dad. No, and a manager. You collected cash. No, I, no, I'm not doing that part anymore. Oh, okay. I went from the from the collecting the cash and taking the arguments to uh, to on the bench now. and arguing with the refs. Yes, and the other parents yelling at kids. Why do you do this to yourself? I don't know. I really don't what, know. What, what, what is your obsession with this game? Well, I, I, you know what? I have a tough time just sitting back and watching. Why? I don't know. You, you need to. I'm talk, not happy you, about it. You got to talk to a doctor. <laughs> like I, I know, I know, I have a problem. I know, I, I probably drink too much. Not probably. I know, I do. I think you have to confront yourself that your your obsession with this sport is too much. Getting too involved. It, it's a, yeah, it's unhealthy. Right. We, we put our kids in these sports to, to avoid them for a while. Right. Not to get more in their lives. <laughs> like, you're not around them enough. You, you got to lie down. All right. Well, I wasn't planning on doing all of this. I was just trying to help out a little bit here and there. But then, yeah, yeah this has got to take this course the whole weekend. Like, 16 hours for over kids. the weekend. Yeah, yeah. And I'd, I, a lot of it was, you know, you could have been put into a flyer, really. Yeah, but... Nevertheless, here's how the world's changed. I remember when I played house league when I was like 15. Our coach was the town drunk. Right. This guy smelt like the Bacardi plant because we were out in Brampton at the time. <laughs> he'd come in, we'd lose eight nothing, and he'd go, "You played a good game." <laughs> <laughs> That's how the world has changed. That's, yeah, yeah. Oh well, my god, they still get those guys. They just gotta weed through them. 16 hours. Oh, it's crazy. I'd rather have the, the reverse circumcision <laughs> and a botched vasectomy. <laughs> back to back. <laughs> Today is International Tongue Twister Day. So we thought we'd uh, share some tongue twisters, go back and forth here, maybe start off with some easy ones. Okay. Work our way up because uh, the Guinness Book of World Records claims they have the hardest tongue twister ever. And uh, researchers at MIT claim they've got an even harder one. So we'll, we'll try both of those. Of course, if you would like to send us a tongue twister that maybe we haven't used, uh, you can certainly do that, 855-432-ROCK. That would be great. So we start off something like this, Lucky. I'll, I'll give you one, you repeat it, and then we'll go back and forth like okay. that. 
She sells seashells by the seashore. A classic. A classic for sure. She sells seashells by the seashore. That's, yeah. And, 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 and the trick is you've got to say it three times mm. fast. That's really that the thing. That gets a little tough. You want to try it three times fast? She sells seashells by the seashore. She sells seashells by the seashore. She sells seashells <laughs> by the seashore. It is hard. Yeah. All right. You give me one. Okay. How about... Betty bought a bit of butter, but the butter Betty bought was bitter, so Betty bought a better butter, and it was better than the butter Betty bought before. I don't know that I can get through that one time. (laughs) That's a long one. That's a long one. Betty bought a bit of butter, but the butter Betty bought was bitter, so Betty bought a better butter, and it was better than the butter Betty bought before. Well, That's that's the best I've heard you phrase anything. (laughs) Yeah. I know. It's something with the bees. I'm good with the bees. Betty bought a bit of butter, but the butter Betty bought was bitter. So Betty bought a better butter, and it was better than the butter Betty bought before. My goodness. Wow. You mispronounced your kids' names. Oh, I don't even know them. (laughs) You. You. (laughs) All right, what you got? All right. Uh, Fred fed Ted bread, and Ted fed Fred bread. Oh, that's pretty quick. Fred fed Ted bread, and Ted fed bread bread. Okay, that one. (laughs) Lost that one. Ted fed Fred bread. Mm. Okay. Try okay. Yeah, do her again. Fred fed Ted bread and Ted fed Fred bread. All right. That's not easy. How about a skunk sat on a stump and thunk the stump stunk, but the stump (laughs) thunk the skunk stunk? Oh, God. Uh Good luck. Careful. A skunk sat on a stump and thunk the stump stunk, but the stump thunk the skunk stunk. (laughs) (laughs) A skunk sat on a stump and the thunk the stunk stunk. Yeah, that's a hard one. Your skunk sounds more like Pepe Le Pew. (laughs) That's a hard one. All right, so uh, Guinness Book of World Records, they claim that the hardest tongue twister is the six sick sheiks, six sheeps sick. Oh, careful. That sounds like a a Eugene Levy family comedy is about to pop out at any point. You try that one. The six six sheiks, six sheeps sick. Yeah, and the point is... Oh, you have to say that fast. That's crazy. Yeah, 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 that's hard. I like this gig, so I want to keep it. Uh, But MIT claims this one is tougher, lucky. Um, pad kid poured curd pulled cod. Yeah, that I don't know if it makes any sense. Seems insulting to the kid. Right. Pad, pad kid poured curd pulled cod. Well, it's a little hard. Okay. Pad, kid pour, pad kid poured curd pulled cod. Yeah, but it goes back between the P and the hard C sound, right? Pad right. kid poured curd pulled cod. Um, let's see. Oh, we got a couple of texts in. Okay. Uh, Chris, our buddy from Phantom Security says, try toy boat five times fast. Toy boat? How hard is that? that hard. Toy boat, toy boy, toy, toy. Oh, you try it. Toy boy. <laughs> <laughs> Should be able to get through it once. <laughs> Can't afford a, a real boat or a toy. Toy boat, toy boat, toy boy. Oh, yeah, it is really. Why is it the T toy boat? Maybe you're just too prone to saying boy toy all the time. Maybe. Well, that's, I am one. <laughs> right. Uh, toy boat, toy boat, toy boy. Toy, no, yeah, I get to all three, and then I, that's funny that it's only the two words. But it's and Brian thing. must not like us very much or <laughs> may have an eye on replacing us because he suggested I'm a sock cutter and I like to cut socks. <laughs> <laughs> no way I'm trying no, that one no. on there. Rock Mornings with, with Craig, Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.